0: Hey, Miss. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Hey, Miss. This is Dee Dee and Mary. And so we are doing today what probably will become a bit of a series called Bad Teachers, where we talk about people that we've known who were shockingly bad teachers. Teachers. Mm, It's a very inventive title, very. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: We are clever as heck. It has been a long week. Oh yeah. The longest of weeks. Oh yeah. So um, what we're going to start off with <laughs> is what we've learned from podcasting, considering, you know, we've done a few episodes. Five? yeah, Number 5 you We've done a few episodes like, now. We're like experts now. But mm. what,
0: we... <laughs> <laughs> what we have learned is that we can never again record at my house because I have dogs and apparently extremely noisy dishwasher. Uh, a very echoey house and everything sounds louder than it actually is but mostly the dogs yep,
1: they bork they bork a lot they are and protecting us from well, who the knows tree what? or mm. that person over there <laughs> the other thing we have learned, which is incredibly valuable and mm. you know for all you budding podcasters uh, out there plug in your microphone yeah Yeah. Yep. that was embarrassing that's a good one that's you know
0: one that it's, it's fine. It's I mean, fine. yeah, if you did listen to our second COVID episode and you got to like 16 minutes in, there was like an awkward silence because I listened to it. Mm-hmm. Gets our viewer numbers up. <laughs> viewer, listeners, whatever. I listened to it and then it's just like 40 seconds of nothing and then you say, so. And then <laughs> we had to start the music again. That was when we realized that we had not plugged the microphone in and we were like, panicked. What do we do? What happened? So yeah, that, that was bad. And the other thing that we did do, and this was like our second episode, is that we recorded the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime twice. Uh, we had to do it twice because the first time um, I didn't realize that I hadn't actually pressed record. What I'd done was accidentally play back the episode we'd already done and it was
1: um, counting down, but it wasn't coming through the speakers. So yeah yeah we got to about the 40 something minute mark and i kind of i think i I had a look on my face (laughs) and i was like um so i don't think this is i don't think this is recording (laughs) because uh it says 57 minutes and that's how long our previous one was and um so then we
0: were like no that wouldn't happen but it it did i think both the microphone plugging in and remembering to press record were both my fault. Awesome. Also, it was my house. So all of this. And then the last one is when I dropped the glass crystal onto your table. So all of the things we've learned have been all because of me. So I'm the bad podcaster. Naughty
1: DD. So, I'm the worst. Yeah, the moral of the story is Mary is the best. <laughs> I mean, it's what? Tr- <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> so <laughs> embarrassment, yes.
0: At least the my house, thing like neither of us knew. Well, we knew the dog's barking might be a problem, but you know, I was like, no, it's fine. He's under control. He's not. He nope. just
1: barks at all of the things. I mean, that's the joy of being a blind dog is that you could be barking at anything and everything it. and nothing. And that's sometimes okay. He, sometimes he barked at something helpful, like at eleven thirty on Sunday night when our um, Hello,
0: Fresh Marley Spoon delivery hadn't come. We were like, Oh no, it hasn't come. We'll have to call them tomorrow. And then at 11.25 pm, he started barking and woke us up because it was 11 30 pm on a Sunday and I was asleep. And I woke up. And I was like, What the hell? And my husband's like, Shut up, we're trying to. So he gets, he barks a lot. And then I was like, Hang on a second, that's a truck. They delivered it at 11 30 p.m <laughs> it was supposed to get to between snuck 7 in. and 11 a.m and they i was like in. guys so i had to get up in the freezing cold Maybe. he didn't get out of bed no. i got up my dog yeah. accompanied me to the door barking yeah. at me the entire of time course. and then so that was that was a little bit helpful that was helpful yeah totally i mean but the other times was... mm. yeah, it's less
1: helpful yeah. it's cute but not great for i mean the barking not cute podcast.
0: no that was not helpful and he barked a lot more than you guys heard in the episode. If you listen to it, by the
1: way, like we had to pause. Many a time. Many a time. The finger was hovering <laughs> over the pause. <laughs> it button. it literally was. Hovering. Just waiting. I'm like. Oh. And you could see like his jaws, like in he gets ready. And I he was boofs. like, oh, it's gonna happen. He sasses
0: he he you. <laughs> sassy pants. Love it. And then the other thing I was saying, I mentioned the other episode was that I had readings, like I had books to read, and I've read two and a half of the three, so Mindhunters was like, yeah on the end, I was like, yeah, you know what, meh, mm. it was okay, yeah. and then, but, everyone in my family has killed someone, so good, not a statement, a book, so far, yes, <laughs> I, just to clarify, right? just, um, yeah, I mean, I mm. don't know if anyone in my family has killed someone, I'm not going to ask them, I'm afraid of the answer, <laughs> and then... But it's a great book and the back of the book where it says it's a cross between Knives Out and Agatha Christie is so accurate mm. and the narrator breaks, does it count as breaking the fourth world if you're writing it? Yeah, Still? I think breaks so. Breaks the fourth world continuously and talks to you. points things out like this will be important later and like it's just really funny Okay. and it was really easy to read and I think all up like I put it I think I read it over like a afternoon and the next morning I think maybe all up it took me about five hours it was really fun you could even like year 12s I think if they wanted to do I don't know I always think of teaching wise they could do like a comparison between like that book because it's such an easy read even though it looks long it's not and then compare it with like a more traditional Mm. like it it was just yeah it was really fun and I've just started pull holes unmasked which so far I'm about I think I've got about halfway through you can always tell like they get halfway through a type of book and they have pictures in it like, it's, it's pictures of young poor holes Aww. looking all cutesy. Hashtag up holes. Hashtag up for, holes. <laughs> hashtag up for holes. Uh, So cute. And so I was reading at the hairdresser's last night, and I Aww. forget that not everyone reads mm. quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I had started it. I'd read th- five pages before I went to the hairdresser. By the time I left, because I was there for, like, two hours. I was halfway through the book. Oh, wow. And she was like, have you read that before? No, I just read really quick and it's a really easy read Mm. because you can hear his voice
1: if you know what he sounds like yeah Yeah, so yeah um i'll bring it you can borrow i was gonna say that's a that's on my to read list i just haven't had any time to do reading because i've been so i guess um been drowning in research project marking because yes, there you. are just so many elements to it like 2,000 words times by the 20 students in the class mm-hmm. and that's just one component let alone the 10 pages of folio for every single student mm-hmm. let alone then the evaluation so Sounds I like have been drowning
0: yeah no it's slowly. not okay I'm not missing teaching year 12 this year because of that amount of work i have got time to read i have time to mark my other year levels of work without having to say to them i've got year 12 assignments you have to wait i'm actually like even year rates are getting drafts back within like a few days They're like wow. what's that like <laughs> yeah i don't know i've never done it before it feels <laughs> nice but yes uh speaking of teachers teaching things as we said Teachers. Bad teachers, bad teachers, what mm-hmm. did you going to do? I think what? we might get sued. Um, no one listens to us. No, us. No. So Mary,
1: awkward segue to topic. What makes someone a bad teacher? Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, there's well, just so many well, things. I feel like, like we were saying, the most, um, I think the, the biggest one is complacency. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get too comfortable, you've been doing the same thing for so long. Teaching the
0: same subject. The, the same, same
1: text. texts. And like when you can, like when you can pretty much just run off a, rattle off a lesson verbatim um, and like, you know, essentially tell the kids every single quote they need yeah. for an essay. It's time for something else. Yeah. When 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 you're when it's that comfortable and it's... And that's the thing. It's one thing to become com- like a comfortable teacher in terms yeah. of, He's you different. know, feeling confident, feeling like this is a good lesson, this is a good text. You know, that's one thing. It's another thing to just no longer have the passion and joy for it. Yeah. Like I um, recently came across a teacher who doesn't like to read the novel to middle school students. Oh. And I was like... But what do they did then? Yeah, well, I, I was saying, you know, oh, my novel's taken me a while because we only have, you know, two doubles a week. And so that's only four lessons. So it's, it's taken me a while to get through the novel. But now we're doing like two tasks on it. Like we're doing a transformative hmm. and we're doing an analysis. And the kids really loved it. Um, and were really invested in the book. And they were like, oh, I don't read the book to them. <gasps> He's like, they're not going to read it anyway. I'm like, what? the whole point is that if you're reading it, They are. He's like, oh, well, I don't have a nice voice like you. I'm like, I don't have a nice voice. Okay. (laughs) One, I don't have a nice voice. They're like part of the reason why I struggle with listening to our own podcast is because I'm like, oh, my voice. I think your voice sounds lovely (laughs) on the podcast. I'm not a fan of my own voice, but... (laughs) um, like, it, I, I was just like, really? But part of being a teacher, particularly in middle years, to foster that love of, you of reading is to read. Because they won't read it. No. So how does, how does he teach the book then? You he, just go oh, Well, what? he sets chapters and then just knows that they're not going to do it. And I'm like, but, When they do the assignment, how do they but do then, it? But then, but then... <laughs> so I was like, okay, so what have you been doing with all this time? Oh, I've been teaching for NAPLAN. Ugh. so you've been teaching towards a thing that doesn't count for their grade Ugh, the no plan that's what i want to call it it was an advertisement did you see that yeah we'll talk I've- i want to do a whole episode <laughs> it's a segue i want to do a whole episode on standardized testing yeah, and all of- that sort of stuff like the no plan yeah yeah it, i just my mouth was agape i ca- i can't luckily we we're wearing masks so they didn't so know <laughs> and i think my dead stare just kind of yeah. Because they felt slaving. they felt real awkward. They were like, oh, I don't have a nice voice like you. I couldn't. Yeah. Oh. and I'm like. You, could, like the isn't, you haven't actively called them, but
0: your no, reaction was. No, like, my reaction
1: of utter stupid, silence man. was just.
0: myself reading. I read to my year 10s. I read Animal Farm to my year 11s. I read to my year 12s. To be fair, it's only 10 chapters, so it wasn't the best. I recorded every chapter, so then if they weren't there, if someone asked me why so-and-so fell in love, I'm like, well, I recorded every chapter, so even if they didn't listen to me in the watching it. they
1: could have gone back and listened to it. Oh my god, I can't. I know. And so that boggled my mind. I was like, (laughs) okay. Okay, that's... You... Maybe rethink just, yes. just a little. And a- that's a little bit complacent. That's the next thing we said we're going to talk about, which is
0: being laziness Yeah, being lazy is the actual worst. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't be. Better. One of the students today told me that they had a great math teacher. This was only last year for this student. It was a year nine. Who I'm giving away my story before we get to it. Who didn't teach their math. They just found videos of other people on YouTube teaching that specific thing, and they would do that every lesson. Wow. It wasn't like a once of thing. I'm away. Here's yeah. a great recorded yeah. example. Yeah. This was <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh, no. We're starting this unit, and uh, I was like, Was it the same? Was like a series? Like the same teacher? Like no, it's just random stuff each time and then if they didn't get it and they would ask the teacher a question the teacher would say well have you watched the video she'd be like yeah i still don't get it and then the teacher would be like oh we well, need to re-watch it and just walk away <laughs> that's that's laziness beyond that care. is like you studied this at a yeah. high level like, i mean i don't come know come they didn't mention the teacher's name so i don't know if it was like someone like if you put me in a math class and you're like you need to teach math i would because i'm not lazy try to yes. teach myself math but i might watch a video myself but i wouldn't just give them no do you remember yeah. the year the teacher i'm still skipping ahead the teacher decided to part of their teaching style was going to be
1: to let the students teach themselves yep <laughs> which again just sounds like lazy defined and shockingly didn't work didn't work i'm i'm absolutely shocked <sighs> that the students like the the clever students they were fine yeah but all of the students that were mid-range or lower struggled like all hell because every time they tried to ask a question you need to find out yourself. Research it. This is action research. Action, I couldn't remember what it was called. Action research, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh honey, there's action research and then there's, I'm eh.
0: too lazy. That'd be like me saying to my U8s, we've just started writing a novel essay, I swear to God. Some of these kids are like, I've never written an essay before. I know you do baby little baby ones, and you're like, we've only ever done book reviews. It's like, oh, okay. that would be like me
1: just saying, you know what, guys? Maybe you should research how to write an essay because action research. Yeah, it's action research. I don't I don't want to teach it to you. I'm just going to let you fumble through it mm-hmm. and then get, you know, pissy when you don't do it right. And you've done it wrong,
0: and how dare you? And yeah. our next thing would be refusal to move with the times. Yes. Like, you know... I've been teaching this text for 20 years and it worked well 20
1: years ago and it still works well now. And maybe it doesn't. Maybe saying the N word and not giving any context um, and not, you know, warning the students, maybe that might, and not having a discussion about it, maybe, that, maybe that's not appropriate. Yeah, maybe don't do that. Maybe don't yeah. do that. But also things
0: like, there are some classics that are still relevant. Yeah. Like Hairmaid's Tale, Oh dear Jesus! It's too relevant. It's right too now, relevant it? right like now. But there are there are books that are still relevant today that were written a hundred years ago, and you can still read it. It's like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, okay. I'm never backing out Shakespeare in the paper today as well. And I was like, how dare you? But Romeo and Juliet god english mm-hmm. still has quite a few things that the kids get really hyped up on once they understand what's happening yeah and they might not end up loving shakespeare or loving the play but they get it yeah. they can make the connections with how is this still relevant today you know even if they hated it they can be like all oh, right dramatic teenagers forbidden teenage teenage love loves, like all that kind of stuff yeah you know family expectations they get it But there are things that need to be left in the past that people refuse because, well, it worked well 20 years ago. If you've been teaching for 40 plus years and you're still teaching the same units, or not even the units, but the same text that you were teaching 40 years ago, you need to have a bit of a look at yourself, I think.
1: And that's the thing is like, I know not every teacher does this, but I like to meet my class and mm -hmm. kind of get a feel for them. If I don't know them, get a feel for them before I kind of really like... Really set down what text I'm going to do like Absolutely. sometimes I have a really good idea or sometimes I'm like well This text will work no matter what yes, class I get yeah So like I did Jojo Rabbit with my year 12s again oh, so good. And it was so good because heaps of them felt really uncomfortable and I was like good use that others were like, you know laughing along and then the, 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 the shift changes happen. and they're like, oh Oh dang, yeah, oh no, so good. I feel bad for laughing. I'm like we'll you have to do a talking text about Jojo yes. Rabbit. so good, but it works really well, but in terms of some of the other things like a novel, you know, I kinda of like to get to know the class and kind of yeah. be like, okay, well this won't work for them. Mm. Rather than being like, okay, we're going to do looking for Ella Brandy. No matter what. No matter what. It's like sometimes the makeup of the Not class, it just doesn't
0: work. Not even my favourite novel. I, no. I never really liked I it. I did it early on
1: because it worked well with the class makeup. Like I said, I had yeah. a lot of girls um, and it worked really, really well and the boys thought it was funny. Like you There know, are fart jokes in there. Yeah, there's fart that, jokes. Am I thinking of the other They one? mention sex and there's like oh, all yeah. sorts of stuff. Like, you know, it's it, it kind of conveys real teenage yeah. problems. It's like
0: when I met my last that was going to be the worst most grammatically incorrect sentence I ever said when I met my U11s last year Mm. I was like the book Thief is not going to work here Mm -hmm. and it was the film not the book because the book is ginormous. I would never make a class read that I was going to do the book Thief the film and I met this class and they'd been in with me for like a term I'm like I can't do that film it will be an absolute disaster even something a good old favourite like Shawshank I'm like no cannot do it yet maybe a bit later we changed it to Deadpool yeah and it was the most engaged they had been the entire time. And once I changed that, we did Shawshank as the intertextual text afterwards, and it was great because then I had kind of met them where they were. Yeah. Like, what's what's the point? And I know Deadpool's not the
1: newest movie anymore, but it was like... It was engaging enough because it's funny, funny. and you know it's in that superhero genre that they're obsessed with, so it works. Yes, absolutely. And then we've got (laughs) like kind of the obvious things that make a bad teacher: don't be
0: creepy, skis. Yeah, yeah. That's inappropriate. Funnily enough,
1: act your age. Yes. But also, just don't. Yeah. Don't just be just be mindful of what you say and how it comes across. How you act. Yeah. And you're not one of the bros. Ugh, the bros. So no, that's what you do for the
0: bros. That's what you do for bros.
1: Um, you're not one of the bros. You, you don't need to be one of the bros. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have that intrinsic need for the approval of teenage to boys. Impress, to impress the teenagers. That's not what we're here like, for. What, what's your problem?
0: I mean, we were just literally talking about our day and I was saying that, yeah, of course it's easier if the students actually like you. But it's not required for you to do your job and you trying to befriend them is not helpful and not really, it's not safe for you or them. And like just, especially for younger teachers, if you're younger and you're starting, especially like when I first came out of uni, I was only like five years older than the year 12s because I went to, I turned 18 while I was at uni so I was young when I went on my first teaching practice I was only like 21 or something and then by the time I finished I think I was 23 so I was only 5 years older than the year twelves. and they are like in your age bracket Yeah. so you, I had to be super careful to be you can you can understand them you can relate to them more because they are kind of the same age as you Yeah. you have to be so careful but then as you get older that shouldn't even be a thing you think about yeah like the amount of stories that you see Uh, in the news about teachers who it was again they had the advertiser in the start room today was a travesty the trash advertiser um there was a a thing about a, a teacher who had been having like ongoing multiple affairs
1: with students like what is like what is happening in your brain i don't i just i cannot stop i I cannot wrap my head around it it's disgusting i really can't because i when like when i see them like even my year 12s i'm like they're still just babies they're little baby babies they're still babies like they 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 still need me to like you know help them how and like do look after stuff? them and <laughs> you know like basic things like friendship issues they still need all oh, this person
0: well there's like these G12s a couple of years ago they had this big bust up and they were like crying and they do not know what to do and you're
1: like you know in a few years this won't even matter oh but you're such babies like I don't like you don't realise there's a whole big world out there it's gonna be okay oh like it will be okay but and that's the thing is like I can't I can't get that I out don't. of my mind it's I just so bizarre it. it's so strange it's so bizarre don't be creepy yeah, people just don't be a creep cool Awesome. So we have they're our basic, yeah. basic guys. There you go, those are the rules. Um so we have a couple of things that we're gonna kind of cover in today's episode. I think we kind of mentioned the fact that we have so many stories. Yeah, so we're gonna have to do we're gonna do multiple episodes. Yeah. Uh, we'll
0: spread them out. We'll spread it out. The stories range from horrifying shock, horrifying
1: to funny. Very funny. So they're all in all over the place. Oh yeah. So we're gonna start today with talking about um, prac teacher experiences. So I'm going to talk about a, an experience with my first, um, me being a prac teacher. you a little
0: baby. Yeah, me
1: being a little baby. Um, it was my uh, second year of uni. Oh, so terrifying. had to do a week of country prac. And I got landed with Ooh. Murray Bridge. Oh yeah. It's not even the most no, yeah. places. And that there. was that was the funniest thing was that I had written on my form that I don't have transport. Right. And so they gave me Murray Bridge where you needed to get transport every day. Because you could potentially if you wanted to come home every day. Yeah, but yeah. I said that I don't have transport. So like I can't enter- drive. My, dad, I mean, you can my now. daddy had to drive me, no, no, and my baby. friends who also couldn't drive, including a like you know woman in her forties. So there, oh, were, wow. there were multiple of us that would like carpool. We'll have to go there. together. Yeah, you really and were a baby. I was a baby, bear bear. and so I I can drive now. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's all sorted. It's all it's okay. Um, but <laughs> the, the most hilarious thing was meeting my prep teacher I thought oh he's you know he's young but he's got like lots of ideas he seems like really cool and chill that's like nice. that's going to be really interesting it to kind of nice. see what his style is like like I, I bet like once he gets in the classroom like he's going to make connections I feel like it's going to go bad the first half an hour of the day I was like okay so what do what you plan on teaching today and he was like well and he literally just went online and checked what other teachers were teaching for the year levels that he also had. And just ripped everything they had. So was like printing out the worksheets they had. <laughs> just ab- like ripped. Like he's like, I didn't plan anything. I'm just, I'm like, okay. You would think if you've got a prep teacher, you would like try to impress them and be like, oh, look, I've done all this planning. Like He impressed upon this- you what not to do. So we- very, it very much so. And so like, you know, he did a impromptu uh, limericks thing, which didn't even work with what they were actually learning because they were like, but weren't we doing a novel, sir? And they like, <laughs> yeah, it was quite funny. But I, I must admit, it's one of the most memorable moments of my life. A student was able to rhyme chlamyd with the mid. So, <laughs> I mean, I did learn things. I learned a lot. I love that. So <laughs> <fun. laughs> chlamyd. Got chlamyd in the the mid oh no you know limericks they're meant to be dirty it's fine was just, a man and, from it went, and it really wasn't fun. oh this was like a year the narrator said it was, <laughs> it not was fine. really not fun.
0: oh no that's so bad at least that's like kind of funny my um, bad teacher story on my prac was horrendous i went to a private school so i thought this is going to be cruisy. it'll be it was my first prac so i did the grad dip where you just do two pracs. So I had another degree already and then you just did an extra year. You did a couple of courses that were like, oh, like majored in English, lit, so you teach English. I'm like, cool, two practices so that were five weeks each. That was all I got, my very first one. I get in touch with a teacher. She never answered my emails, so I was like, Good sign. You know, you have the, and they still make you do it now. Like I have a practitioner starting in a couple of days, blessing. <laughs> and just, you know, emailing me and, hey, what about this? And he asked me if he could do a unit. And then I was like, well, we're not up to that. So he's like adapting to where we're up to. So I was like, what do I do? She didn't tell me anything. So I came in, first teaching prac. It's a little bit different now. They do like, um, you take one of each class you're going to eventually take and he'll end up teaching an 80% teaching load uh, because he's there for six weeks. Mm -hmm. So I come on the first day. I did one lead-in day. She gave me a copy of her timetable um, that she had printed out for me, important to the story, and got me to highlight the lessons. You're teaching all of them. Okay. From the very beginning. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Uh, f- luckily, for me, she had units. Like, this is where we're up to. But I was taking over everything. Mm. But uh, but kind of luckily, it was prescribed. The only thing that wasn't prescribed was teaching Romeo and Juliet to year nine, which was terrifying. Because oh, okay. they're, they're yep. kind of babies. I was going to say, they, that's young. I know other schools do it, like, much younger. I guess they mm. maybe don't go in as much depth. But she gave me you no, know, like, what was the task. Oh, you just you design your own task no guidance no nothing okay 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 so that wasn't even the worst the worst thing was that was my lead-in day i had sent her these are the things i'm thinking so the units were done except this from your juliet one i emailed her never got any reply brilliant of course that was my first class yeah so i came in i came in early because i was terrified she'd um, given me this little tiny desk there was nobody else in the room. It was like this little empty office. So she didn't put me in with her, she put me by myself. Oh. I had nobody in with me. She didn't take me to the staff room. She didn't show me where the toilets were. On my lead in day at lunchtime, she just walked off and left me. Okay. And I had to ask, excuse me, get And luckily other people kind of were like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll take it. And um, so my first day, I rock up early. I find my way back to the staff room. I look for her, she's not there. She rocked up five minutes before the lesson started. What are you doing? I show her. She's like, no, 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 yes, of all the things I have. Okay, that's so I, cool. You know, brilliant. Yeah. So I bring everything with me anyway, thank goodness, because she stayed in with me for that first lesson for maybe 15 minutes to introduce me to the students. This is, let's say Miss Dee Dee, whatever. Um, and then she said, I have to go print something. And then she never came back. Oh. So she did that for every class she introduced me and then she would leave. So basically from that first day, once I'd introduced every class, she would just leave me in there by myself. She said it would make the students take me more seriously. Okay, but also
1: duty of care. And also illegal, pretty much. It's
0: so illegal. Um, and so she would come back in every once in a while and sit at her desk and do some work. But basically she was never in the room with me. And we soon realized that she had printed out not all of the classes I was teaching. So I was sitting at my little desk, you know, mm-hmm. I was teaching a full load basically yes. in my first pack, which you're not supposed to do. No. Sitting at my desk, finally had a free, looking at whatever I was doing and a, a student knocks at the door, um, excuse me, Miss Dee, are you coming to teach us today? I was like, pardon? Oh, um, I won't say her name, but the teacher said, you're supposed to be teaching. I look at my timetable, the lesson's not on there. I run, I don't know what year, I recognize the kid, I think it was year 10 grab my folder of stuff and she reams me in front of the class. All I do is apologize because I'm in front of the students Mm. and keep going. Mm. She keeps me back after, I think it was lunchtime, and she reams me again and I showed her the timetable and I said, this lesson isn't on here. She's like, well, you should know when the class actually is. It was my first week, I had no clue. yeah, and that was my experience. She said she was going to fail me. This is my first week of a five week block. I'm going to fail you now. I had to call my university supervisor, who then had to come in and have a word to her. And I had said to my supervisor, like Is she supposed to leave me by myself? He was. livid I bet. livid Yeah. So she wrote me a really horrible report, but she didn't fail me. I don't know if she got to trouble off the supervisor, talked to the principal. The supervisor was like, Leave it with me.
1: I passed, but I didn't get a good pass. I had a I had a similar situation. Thank God, my one second my, one was better. Yeah, I had a similar situation because I had three different um, mentor teachers because I teach so many subjects. Mm. So I had three different ones, um, and the two the two that were younger and that I like really gelled with and kind of like you know made heaps of resources and did like what I thought was pretty good work. Yeah. considering I was it was my you know first proper teaching prac. Um, they didn't actually write my report it was the one who I did not see eye to eye with the one who literally did the same thing as that where he just said so you've got my year nine boys they are a handful you've got to do war poetry with them oh and then bye bye didn't give me the poems didn't give me any indication I like I would be up till like midnight or later trying to prep for the next day And I would only do it day at a time because I was scared that I was doing it wrong. So I wanted to, like, kind of see, get his approval, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. He'd be sitting at the back doing marking, doing whatever. So he would at least stayed in the room. But (laughs) when, like, when he, like, when the kids left, he would be like, yeah, well, that kid wasn't paying attention. You should have picked up on that. You didn't pick up on that. Like, nothing helpful. And, like, literally just told me everything I was doing wrong. Got to a point where I was in tears at my desk because I felt like... I was failing, like I I wasn't doing a good job. I was trying super hard, and like he just was not seeing any part of it. It's really interesting. I feel like, yeah, I lucked out in my second one, but
0: that bad teacher put such a bad taste in my mouth as someone becoming a teacher.
1: Yeah. That I almost was like, you know what? This is not the career for me. Thank goodness I kept going. Yeah, no, I did the same thing. I thought this, like, I'm, I'm. I'm taking that for me I'm gonna have to find another avenue. I spend so long now not so
0: long but I put a lot of effort in when I have a prac teacher they're called pre-service teachers now yes pre-service teacher to not not impress them but to go out of my way to make sure how can I help you yeah Uh, when I if I do give them criticism I try to make sure it's constructive criticism I try to give them feedback and I always try to do that here are all the positive things yeah here are the things you need to work on so that they don't walk out of my classroom at the end of the day feeling like they need to go home and cry at their desk or this is not the career for me I did have a really bad practice teacher where I had to call her supervisor and be like I think she's going to fail she's not yeah
1: I had one that was like as quiet as a mouse and I was like Babes, you are going to have to talk you need to louder. You are teaching middle school. You're teaching eight and nine. Oh no, yeah. they cannot hear your whisper. And she eventually got there, but like it was to the point where I pretty it, it was like I was mummy teacher and I was having to yeah. like, you know, That's start really the class, start it for her, and then give it she, back. You know, give her the mic. So, hard. so it's tricky, but you know, it's. I mean, it was a learning experience. I, I did develop and grow as a teacher but it like it almost it almost me. it almost ended it for me before like, you even got down yeah, to and around. like to think now like what, you know, decade into the job Can You still remember it. Yeah, like and now I do the same thing whenever I have a crack teacher I try yeah. to be so accommodating even though we're so time poor I try so hard to make myself available I feel like that's one of the other reasons that I it's know, like going you get paid bit. for this like yeah. why are you being such an asshole? I think it's like going a little bit off okay. topic but still a little bit I'm still I'm a little still bit, a little bit better. better but it's like
0: if you you need to tell them the truth but yeah. you also need to do it in a way that's helpful it's the same as you treat the students in your class yeah. like you're not I might say to a kid, this was not your best work. But I'm then going to tell them how to fix it. What can they do? This was good. I'm yeah. never going to be like, this was a complete piece of crap. Off you go. Mm-hmm. But also, like, yeah, you get paid to help this person mm-hmm. become a good teacher. And if you don't have the time, if you don't have the patience, then guess what? Don't volunteer to have a pre-service no. teacher. That makes you a bad teacher. It makes you a bad colleague to that person yes. as well. Yeah. Speaking of bad colleagues. Okay. Shall we call her Miss B? because mm-hmm. obviously we're protecting them we don't need to need to say their, their names mm-hmm. Miss B doesn't ages don't matter so we won't leave any of that in we won't put any of that in but has been teaching for quite some time mm-hmm.
1: quite some not time. first career though no I always forget that yeah
0: okay. so became a teacher mm. what do they call them mature yeah. adult adult learners or yeah. something um, and she is a bad teacher for a few reasons it's quite a few reasons so one of the things they like to do instead of using technology or anything i don't know that the kids can interact with is to print out booklets. Mm-hmm.
1: and we're talking like a tree's work
0: yes like this like we used lot. to get a we don't get them anymore no. now but we used to get them a a uh, email that was basically like, here are the people printing out. Basically, if you're at the top of the list, you were printing out too much stuff. Yeah. I only ever got onto the list when I had to print out drama scripts. Yep. And, and, me, then, and exam, then I would make it onto the list. Yeah, yeah, I would make it onto the list, but I was never at the top. Yep. The booklets took this
1: person to the top of the list. Yep. Because, we're talking like 22,000 pages. Yes. This is like, but it was a booklet I paid attention to the numbers.
0: Everything.
1: Yes literally every subject under the sun to the point where once i was teaching the subject with this person and they said to me oh don't worry i've got a booklet for that and i was like i'm going to make some resources yeah we don't we don't need a booklet um, for everything book thank time. you appreciate that do you have a digital copy no no oh no no now she has both oh but the students also get both they get a digital copy oh, and a printed that's copy fun. the
0: reason why there's a printed copy and a digital copy copy is because Part of the issue with this teacher is that she loses things: assignments, the booklets, drafts, mm-hmm. good copies mm-hmm. where she wrote down her grades. Now that we don't have our, big, you know, I liked the big teacher diary. I still have one. I see. I want one. I keep meaning to order one every year. I was again. I no like having the nerd. paper copy. i no a big ass nerd. I also like having the sector marks book or mm-hmm. your day map or whatever. <laughs> I also like having both because. Other bad teacher
1: stories, we do a whole episode about that person, they keep deleting things. Yes. And then my grades have been deleted. deleted. That's the good thing about Day Map, is everyone's just <sighs> individual, no one will oh, touch my shit. So annoying. It's really good because otherwise I think I would kill someone.
0: Yes, well, there's always almost been a death. But one of the things before Mary came to the school, were you, were you at the school this happened I can't remember. And I don't I... think you were. This person was teaching. I won't say, well, I said I teach English, so I guess there's no point on I was teaching year 12 English with me. And I'd been teaching it for maybe three years, four years at the time. It was just the two of us. And you know, students complain about teachers a lot. How come we're not doing the same text as you? I want to be in your class, or I don't like this person. And usually the reasons are inane, mm-hmm. silliness, yeah. personality clash. The person yeah. told me off. But some of the Year 12s were saying, it's now Term 2, we haven't got our drafts back from Term 1. I'm like, what? It's a bit dodgy. Yeah. And we weren't really using sector. Mm. I don't think we had it yet. It was all paper. So I'm like, well, I can't really check. Yeah. Can't really do much better. I'm like, hmm, that's really weird. Ask the teacher. No, no, no. They're lying. Okay. You you, You take them at their word. It happens. It happens. Kids Mm -hmm. lie. We get towards a little bit more term two and the kids are like, you know, where my class is up to, we're on track. Um, we're not up to that yet. What do you mean? We still haven't got our drafts back from the very first task. I'm thinking, this is getting bad. I report it to the next in command, like the faculty leader. We'll check it. Don't hear anything of it. I assume it's sorted. We get to term three. The juicy term. The juicy term. Where all shit has hit it, the fan. And then the person is away from work. For a legitimate reason, away. I think it was an injury or something. And all of a sudden, the person, so it'd been reported to the faculty leader, and then I'd reported it higher because Mm. it still was a problem. I think the faculty leaders were, I can't remember. Anyway, someone higher above them found out. Didn't hear anything. Everything's taken care of. Everything seems to be fine. Cool. Turn three we get to that moment if you taught English where there's the external it was a different external at the time but it was still the external it was still worth 30% the person hurts themselves and then they realise that the person's not coming back to school for the rest of the term the external student they didn't end up coming back for the rest of the year I believe or at least until the year 12 had finished and all of a sudden I think they were the deputy principal at the time comes running to me maybe they'll say school you there's nothing There's no marks, there's no drafts, there's no good copies, there's nothing. Some kids have, we have this localised drive and the computers that we could all get to. Some kids had loaded their drafts to there, some kids had nothing. Some of them had been printed. There was no year 12 marks in term three. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) at all. Panic stations. I'm like, okay, well, I've been telling you this all year. Yeah. what do we what do we do they ring the person we'll send a courier to get the stuff The stuff comes it's like one assignment draft like one like one group of assignments all drafts no good copies and a couple of drafts for another assignment and nothing else the external hasn't happened none of the other was like eight tasks at the time the two big What what they used to be called oh my goodness I can't remember what they were used to have to do like interacting with community or writing for publication. I can't remember what they were called, application studies. None of those had happened. They're worth 15%, they're bigger, they're worth more. lot. It's mayhem. And all of a sudden, myself and English coordinator are pulled out of our own year 12, she had lit studies, I think, out of our year 12 classes to take for three days. This year. So my year 12s lose me for three days. To take this class through all of the year 12 work. For the entire three times in three days, we literally sat in a room with these kids. All right, cool. We've got one assignment draft. We draft the work. This is when you printed everything out. This is not on paper, like not on, not digital. You print it out. You do it. Go fix it. Give it straight back to me. They're sitting there fixing it in front of you. I'm stunned. Then we stunned into silence. Then we do the next one. It's the film study. We can't go back over the film. We don't have time. The kids have taken notes. We've de- They've deconstructed the film. Nothing else has been done. So they write the assignment in front of you. We're shortening things. What can we What can we do provisions for? What can we change? We get them through an entire year's worth. Kids have like drafts of lots of stuff. They just never handed them in and never been given back if they did hand them in. So luckily, most of
1: the kids had like most drafts done. But there were some kids who, you know, you don't do anything. Yeah, and that's the thing is there's no accountability. No. There's no checkpoints. We took them so... through everything in like three i think after the three days we had a whole bunch of drafts for things
0: like we'd got them all to do drafts for things that hadn't finished kids who had done drafts had mostly finished like good copies and we had to go and i was like do i get paid like it sounds horrible do i get paid extra for doing this no i get nothing so i'm trying to keep on top of my work yeah plus do this extra work yeah because there is extra work for this teacher who to this Day, Not that anyone brings it up anymore because it was a long time ago. But when it used to get brought up, I don't understand what the fuss was about. I had done everything.
1: Well, you hadn't. There's no documentation of that. There's nothing. happened. There's nothing there. Like, you know, like, you know, for a fact, you know, you could, you could say to me, like, oh, do you have an example of this? Or do you have, yeah. you know, a piece of work from this student or that? And I could send it to you. Absolutely. Because I have it all. And I do. Because I have it all and I have it all organized in such a way that, you know, I can pinpoint this particular student's piece of work. Like even, you know, once we went digital, even pretty much from like Yeah, even from like a few years ago, you could say to me, I want this particular student's comparative essay because it was really good and I could find it for you you and send it to you. I'm just watching your cato. He is a fiend for plastic. He's a loving one. He's a good time. He is a bastard. I just hear his little paws yeah. like, pinkle, pinkle, pinkle. I'm like, he's do so I even try?
0: I don't know, but yeah, now he's staring he's at, us. at us.
1: Like, he Have knows. Yeah, he's just we see being you. such bad. a jerk.
0: He's <laughs> so funny. But And then this person wasn't allowed to teach senior school subjects for ages. Mm-hmm. Now they do. And the same things keep being brought up. Every year. Grades Shocker. grades don't go in until like the week before Marx A G. Where did these grades come from? She's not writing them down. Where are they
1: coming from? And that's the thing is like what I like about, you know, our process as air quotes good teachers <coughs> is that, you know, we have a paper trail. We give the students feedback so that they can actually improve on their next piece of work. And you can go into our marks book and see yeah. that comment my and see it all. And like, you know, there's never any question oh of like, how did they get this grade? You can see it. Yeah. I can give you proof. Oh my god. And then, oh, it's just causing me anxiety. <laughs> just thinking about it.
0: And oh, then, um, stress. You could always tell the students who had been in their class because they would make a joke about, you know, the booklets. Or my favorite. I never did any work in that class,
1: and I still passed. And I still. passed. And I'm like, well, buddy, guess what? You're and doing so work I've now. Here.
0: Or my favorite was I. I remember a kid saying it. And they'd been in the class for year eight, year nine. And they were in my year ten English class. I never did any work, and I was like, but you passed. Like I, I do a bit of a stalk when I get kids. I just mm-hmm. suss out what they what they were like. Yep, I do think. And then sadly, I suss out who they had because you know especially if you've been out of school for a while you know who the bad teachers are and you know if kids are coming from a certain
1: person's class they're going to have gaps in their knowledge yep, you're going to have to teach paragraph structure. Oh, you're crazy. going to have to like teach some of the basics like you're going to have to you're going to have to do film techniques because they haven't done and it's like, but you're in year eleven. How do you yeah. how do you know how do you not know what a film technique is? My favorite was
0: when you would say, "How did you get away with that?" And the kids would really happily tell you. Yeah. She well, she would lose assignments, and so they soon very soon, like, "Oh, I gave it to you." Yeah. Oh yeah, no, you did. You say it with conviction. Yep. Oh, you did. Yeah, 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 you did. I've read it. Or when there was paper copies, they would sneak it into the pile mm-hmm. when it was late. Mm-hmm. It's been there the whole time, Miss. Yeah. Oh, my favorite you lost it you gave me a bee oh yeah. i did yep, yep. and the bee would appear yep that's smart yeah that's
1: so smart. they are clever oh my God. the bastards <laughs> yeah, those, the bastards, bastards. <laughs> it was just like it's it's horrifying
0: yeah it that's that's probably and the the what makes me feel mean about it is she's a lovely lady yeah when you speak to her yeah She's a lovely person. She always asks how you are. I mean, she has to touch you when know, she talks to you, which kills me. That doesn't make her a bad teacher. That just
1: makes her not my dummy. Stop touching while you talk. To me. I you don't got, need to touch. I got me. this bubble. This just don't this is my But that's this just, is a, my that's donut just donut square. a me thing.
0: This yep. is my square.
1: Um that's
0: just a me thing, but she's a lovely person. I just think it's maybe time for you to not be teaching anymore. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean like you hit a certain age and you're a bad teacher. My mum is still teaching. Yeah. And she's yeah. older than Miss B e, and she's great and the kids love her. Yeah. And you know, it's not your age, it's when when have you lost
1: the the drive. The, drive the passion things properly. Yeah. Or and did you never have it to start off I, with? I, and that is, is my question you. when it comes to that person is mm-hmm. I just I don't I can't imagine.
0: I no. can't imagine
1: a time when they actually did have it? No because I've never seen it and I've no. been it for 12 years and I've
0: never seen yeah. it. My other favorite is I feel like it's just been like I like this student mm. and, if they tr- and I've heard this conversation I'm not just making it up they tried really hard I gave them an A and then you would really be like but this is this is not this is not an A but they tried really really hard they deserve the A. No that's, no, not, but that's not, not how grading grade. works. No that was that was a rude awakening. Then you do cross-mod mm-hmm. Mm.
1: And you look
0: and you're like, well, this
1: is a C. Yeah. And you've given it a B or an A. But you've but you've also got the other side of things. Like the I was being way. bullied by that student. I'll give uh, them a C.
0: I know. And then
1: they're actually an A student, or they're actually like yeah. a fairly good student, and their stuff is quite astute. And yet they've got a C. And you what can't what do anything happening? for no. that. Like you just you have can't. to sit back.
0: And what do report you do? it
1: where you can. But then what? Then what? Nothing.
0: Yeah. There's nothing. And I was talking to this about uh, talking to Mary about this when I got to her house. I'm like, I have a new story about Miss B. <laughs> and I deliberately didn't tell her the story so she could hear it. Oh God. Okay. Okay. There might be actual tears, people. It, it's you actually mentioned the content of the story a little bit earlier. You, you'll get oh, it. Okay. Oh Okay. So no. oh. this morning, my year 11s come into my class. They are fired up about. I don't know what how could she say that I don't even know blah 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 I'm like Ooh. I thought they were talking about another student to be honest like you know teenage yeah. drama Yeah. am like guys are we cool tell Miss Dee. you can tell her I'm like I'm thinking okay friendship drama I'm like alright we're five minutes early yeah, they get there on okay. time they lit okay. studies kids let's go no 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 we need to talk to you about Miss B. I'm like... But well, I roll my eyes a little bit because I've heard most of oh, she didn't grade this, she didn't grade that, whatever. Mm. They have her for a different subject, not for English, because they obviously have me. And I would never. I would, <laughs> I would never. I would never. Um, I'm like, okay. Uh, sure. I'm like, is this just a normal winch or is this like a legitimate thing? Like, if you're just going to bitch to me about a person for no reason, I don't need to. Know. Yeah. No, this is... We want your opinion. Okay. Okay. In their class, it doesn't matter what subject it was, for some reason she read them a poem it was written by a somalian refugee okay um it has the n-word in it mm-hmm. okay now if i because one of the kids said if you were going to read a book out loud to a class um and it had the n-word in it what would you do i said well first of all if there's any black people in the class i would immediately say I, as a white person, do not really get to have a judgment on this, which would you prefer? I'm obviously not going to say the word. That's mm-hmm. never an option. Would you prefer I just skip it and just blank? So, like, you blank, keep going. Or would you prefer I say the phrase N-word? Mm-hmm. Like, what What do you think is appropriate? Because, yeah. you know, it's not, the word is not... It's not being used to, like, you know... To define me, yeah. right? And the kids were like, that's exactly, That's that's a great... I'm not trying to big note myself but I was like well that's what I would do that would make sense to me yeah no this teacher Miss B decided to read and the poem apparently mentions it quite a few times the kids were like it also didn't really have much to do with what they were talking about they were talking about refugees and she just decided this poem was relevant because it was a modern poem you see yes so therefore it will make them cool or hip or whatever it mentions it four or five times I believe she reads it out unflinching hard R sound at the end the kids told me and everything which makes it i actually learned just the other year with yeah, you that yeah. there's the two different sounds yeah. i don't know okay they're telling me i'm like i've got my hands in my mouth mm. I, and i could hear myself going no i said okay mm. and so that's right that's what i thought the problem was i'm like all right they're like no 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 that's not the problem okay. now these kids you gotta remember i'm not saying that if you're not doing lit studies you're not smart that's not what i mean eloquent yeah um thoughtful yeah well-spoken kids right I was like oh it's not the end what happened we decided to together write an email expressing why we were offended and upset that it's a very mature
1: response yes that she
0: had used this word explaining to her because you know kids can be like we'll fight up. I'm like was it a polite email like I get you've been angry rightfully so no 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 we wrote it rewrote it I read the email it was in fact very polite very well thought out um nothing Now, the kids themselves didn't show me the email. It happened later, but I've read the email. Yeah. Well put. This teacher loses their mind in reply. How dare you criticize me? How can you... I've read this poem many times before. No one's ever had a problem with it. Maybe no one's told you they had a problem with it. Yeah. The reply ends with, and here's my favourite part of the story and the bit that I think you will be the most dismayed by. Oh, hello, little catto. Um... He's trying to eat my laptop. Here we go. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. I know what I'm doing. How dare you call my professionalism to question? And then answer with the email with, I'm not even completely all (laughs) (laughs) white. I wish you could have seen her face.
1: As if that is the like that makes it okay yeah like i can just not, throw around the n-word because i'm not fully white so i'm not 100%
0: white i was like the kids That's so I how that, that works and again my reaction was almost like yours but without the eye rolling i think my mouth just was fully agape i had because i had been speaking i had my mask off but both my hands were covering my mouth there was no coronavirus getting through because i was shook shook as Oh, yeah. I wish you guys. I sat there in silence for a good two to three minutes. What do you say to that that is not going to be throwing your colleague under the bus because we're not supposed to do that? Yeah. And I've already gone, no, a million times, which is probably not the most professional <laughs> reply. I should have been like, oh, let's talk about it probably or, you know, whatever. I sat there, I didn't know what to say. And my only, my only response was, have you taken it to the head of school? Yeah. No, should we? I think yeah. yes. Yeah, I think I this think is actually you a
1: time when you can and you should. And you
0: should. And I said, you have their reply. Because yeah. they were even almost more angry about the reply. Yeah. And one of the students said, it's like when a racist person says, but I have black friends. Yeah. I have a black friend. I've I dated someone who's black. And they were just like, and the respect for... Now, I've never heard that person use any language like that. Ever. I know other teachers have used the word. Yeah, no, I know that that teacher does. Never heard it before. blew my mind i knew that when they read to kill a mockingbird they used the word and we had her and i a conversation about she's like i don't know why they're so upset i'm like because it's not
1: appropriate to say yeah i know it's in the book the book was written in a different time you need to address that though if you're going if you are going to if you are adamant that you're going to say the word you you need to address it you shouldn't you need to address it
0: yeah i was like this was written in a time when this word was used i still would never
1: say it i would still address it that's why it's in the book yeah i am not going to say that no but, like, say, for example, like, with um, any novel that has, like, a swear or anything. Yeah. Like, The Curious Incident. I swear. I, always, I swear. And I say, but I say, it's language and context. I'm not stopping the F-bomb in the middle of the class because I think it's fun. But it's also not, yeah, it's not just me, like, cussing because Although I can I wish that I could. Yeah. It would be great. But... You know, I say it's language in context, but you need to address the fact that there is language in context and you need to reference the context. You need to discuss that. The most distressing thing that came out of that conversation, besides that, and
0: I only obviously told you what I would have told you the story anyway, because I was beside myself, I didn't know what to do, um, was that, and also it goes along with the person we're talking about, is that when the other kids in the class, because obviously people were coming in and telling me the story because the lesson was starting, the kids started telling me about the bad teachers that they've had, which is why I actually said, hey, let's do this episode today. And some of the stories that like our practising teaching thing was bad, like our teachers for practising were bad. But some of the stories these kids have told, some of which I had already verified because I'd heard the stories before from other students yeah. as being true were bad. It was the stories where I wasn't shocked about the person that made me think about it afterwards and think like this is an issue. Yeah. Because when you hear a story about someone who is your colleague and a student tells you something that they've done that makes them a bad teacher. Yeah. I'm sometimes a bad person. Yes. Sometimes it's teaching and you're not shocked by that information. be are like, mm, yeah, that's what they're like. This is a problem. Mm. We should be shocked and appalled and oh my God, I can't Leave that, not like yeah. That's what they're like.
1: Because if that's what they're like, they shouldn't be teaching. No, and because this is not a funny story. And why? And why should I be excusing appalling behaviour?
0: Yeah, this is. There's no no uh, excusing it. Because we said
1: there were funny ones. This is not one. This is not funny funny ones. This is like the reaction was funny. Mm. The
0: story itself is not funny. And I, you know, the kids asked, "Are you going to take it?" They're like, "No." And you know what? I took it because I thought this needs to be addressed because. And I, and I think sometimes it's age it's not an excuse I'm like it's like this people use it in a negative way but like woke culture everyone's woke everyone's too PC like you know these things matter if you used a homophobic slur or anything like yeah. that you would expect to have that addressed why is this different yeah and then so I took it to the head of school and she was aghast yeah so go talk to the student. And the interesting thing was, like I said, other stories came out, but they mentioned another teacher from the same faculty who also has used that word. And I know that they've used that word. And I'd heard the story before. I'd heard a different story with a different class, the year level who's now in year 12. I didn't know it was still happening because I thought it had been addressed already. And
1: I just was like, well, fuck. Yeah, I mean... What do you do? If it, like if it doesn't get addressed by higher ups it's never going to change and it's never they're never going to think it's an issue no oh I can say that because I'm not fully white that is that's the favourite part that for me that was why because I when they told me that bit I
0: laughed which is like I I was so shocked I didn't know what to do and I started laughing because one of the kids was like well Miss Ray? you're not all white either I'm like I'm Spanish like there's um There's no, like, I'm a white person. (laughs) You can say I've got Spanish me. Spanish people are mostly white too, like, let's be real. Um, I'm white. It doesn't matter even if I had not all white amusing speech marks of whatever description in my ethnicity somewhere. I'm white passing. I pass for white even if I'm not. Like, that still has its own inherent privilege. And there's that whole other thing that people have to, like, navigate if they're not all white but white casting and then it's like you have this privilege but you're not privileged at the same time all this craziness that's not the issue here no this woman is a white woman yeah no no that to me and like those little bits about um, my booklets that's a little bit funny losing assignments not really funny but mm, okay yeah the year 12 thing was a shimazo shimazo it was a shit show and like there's professionalism there's being organized like i've lost stuff before i yeah. mean now that everything's digital i don't lose anything no but i've been like oh my goodness i'm so sorry i thought i sent you back your draft yeah. so now to combat that i yeah. upload everything back to sector i don't even yeah. email it back yeah. anymore just in case because yeah. then it's in there exactly Same. so i know i'm not the most organized person on the planet so i take steps to make sure that doesn't happen yeah. all of that you can excuse me like oh yeah miss b yeah. this no. no no that
1: is that is a that's a the, massive issue. I don't even know
0: of the four criteria that we gave. Laziness, complacency, yeah. <laughs> refusal to move with the times, and being creepy. I don't even, I don't know if that's all of them, none of them. It's the Race, Don't be racist. I mean, I don't.
1: Oh, jeez. Should we have added that in? <laughs> I thought that was obvious. I thought that was pretty like, just don't. Okay, don't. along with don't be a creep, don't be racist. Or sexist. Or sexist. Or any kind of ist. Ist, yeah. Or ick. Yeah. Or, you know, guys. Yeah. I think that's good advice.
0: I think so. Okay. Don't and what have we learned today? Don't say the n word. People no. No. Well, yeah. um, I guess class dismissed. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, you can go. I think everyone needs recess yeah.
1: after um, that. I think so. We'll
0: do another one later. Bye. Bye.